like that's the cool part of having a channel that's like more lifestyle mm. is that like if tomorrow we decided we don't want to do any filmmaking content we want to pivot completely to yeah. Uh, like outdoors, living off the grid, off the grid. <laughs> yeah, exactly. We could slowly do that, and our audience yeah. would probably be okay with it. Yeah. So we'd probably some lose maybe. some of them, yeah. but maybe not. Please don't. Well, leave. I don't know. <laughs> maybe, maybe not. But like, I think that's the challenge, totally. right? When you get into a really specific niche, if you want to change gears. Season two of the Maddie Apoya podcast. We have none other than Becky and Chris. I always love these intros because I have no idea how to introduce your guys' channel. <laughs> this That's is what we're talking about, right? <laughs> yeah. It's like, what is the niche? It's and we, so don't, we don't really have an elevator pitch either. Okay, let me get... Uh, so you guys are lifestyle helicopter, home decorator, renovators, also know how to take really good photos. And video. Appreciate that. Thank you. Uh, that, that's kind of... <laughs> yeah, that, that's it. That's it, yeah. We always like to categorize it as visuals, travel, home, because I think that photography and video is yeah. visuals, yep. you know, home renovations, home decor, home whatever. Yeah. And then travel. So any travel, but mostly helicopter. Is this going to be a thing? <laughs> Are you making fun of our, our decor already? <laughs> no. <laughs> I just saw Keanu. She's like, what if somebody thinks I'm like having a fart or something? I, I don't think I've ever been... She's talking about the, the chairs creaking. It'll be fine. Um, I don't think I've ever been so nervous to have somebody come to my, my office and judge. <laughs> be like... Uh, that shelf is terrible. I'm like, oh, that's Peter's old shelf. I didn't buy that. <laughs> it's I blame it on the guy's not here. here. <laughs> All this mess, whatever. Yeah, it's I didn't Peter. choose it. I didn't choose it. <laughs> I think your shelves look nice. Yeah, they do look great, yeah. actually. But the reason I say that is like, your guys' stuff always looks like perfect. Maybe you, you guys don't feel it. I don't know if you feel it, but like, the backgrounds are always immaculate. Your <laughs> styling is perfect. Like the text, the, the fonts, everything is like so good. Thank you. Where does that even... For, okay, let's start from the beginning. How did you guys get into YouTube? How did you guys become the helicopter flying couple <laughs> that just... Like, <laughs> you guys live such an interesting life. Like, tell me, how did you guys get into this? Why don't you start? Okay, I was going to... The hard part is, about having a two-person channel is like, we never, don't know who <laughs> should tell the story. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. So we started our channel in 2016. Um, we used to live in St. John's, Newfoundland. Moved to Vancouver for one year because Chris was doing a final year training. Decided that that was going to be the time that we were going to start a channel. So I was really inspired by the TV show Departure. So mm -hmm. I kind of... Classic. Like, obsessed. Yeah. Love it. Have watched it too many times. And yeah, I was just like, I really want to make a travel series. So we were like, well, let's you know, document our entire trip across the country when we drive to Vancouver. And then every weekend we will make a video to kind of hold ourselves accountable for mm -hmm. making the most of our one year there. So um, I think it was like, we moved there in June and I think it was about August. I was like, I think this is drifting towards me. Um, <laughs> yeah, it was about August. And I was like, I think that to make this sustainable, we should do like once a week type thing. So first vlog took me 50 hours to edit. Second one, 50 hours. <laughs> still. <laughs> still. And so I was like, I'll do this for four months and just see what it's like. Like yeah. if it's sustainable. So. But wait, what what made you think that YouTube was a good idea in the first place? I don't know because we didn't watch YouTube. Like everyone says oh, so that there like, was no like, there was, I watched there was Casey, no Neistat Casey Neistat. And Neistat. And the, yeah, the yeah. classic. Yeah, yeah. but you gotta, you gotta go back to also where we were because you, by, by trade, you're a graphic designer. Yes. Like you went to college for graphic design. I did. And yeah. you've been shooting photos since you were in high school. And then we had a home renovation blog first before we did anything. Okay, so, you, so that the blogging I guess, was, was kind of like a extension, make it a video blog, a vlog, exactly. whatever. Yeah, yeah. We had yeah. no home to like document through written and content and photography, so we were like, well, we'll use video because we did some commercial video. Um, Chris 
started in video when he was like 1999. Yeah. And um, yeah, I was like, I mean, the, back in the days of like the original, I think I had a Sony VX2000 with a Century Optics Point yeah. 3. Oh, yeah. The, the, old the death, death lens. lens. Yeah. <laughs> Gotta yeah. love the death lens. Yeah. 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 No, like my buddy was using Why do they call it the death lens? Because you get so close yeah, and it you gets get so knocked. Close. It mine got knocked before. It knocked the bayonet mount off of it. Oh, we never, we couldn't afford the death lens or any of that stuff. But, <laughs> yeah, like, I mean, like, did you, you, you probably did like businesses back when you were a kid, like, did like, like wedding videos and. We, like, I grew up doing no creative things. Oh, interesting. No creative. I would have never taken like a photography class or anything like that. I hated all things like art. Wow. class horrible english class the worst i like sciences I like math whatever like i probably said this on podcast before anything that was objective and if i knew my stuff i'd get the mark good anything that's subjective that like teacher got to choose bad like hate it so yeah i never i never did any any of these things like yeah i, I made skate videos but I was just like filming and that was yeah, like, I just was making, out of necessity. And I was making it. BMX videos. <laughs> yeah, so yeah, yeah. there's probably a very, uh, there's a time yeah. in, in our lives where you in, in Ontario were making skate videos <laughs> and I was making BMX videos. Going to the skate park every yes. day of the summer. Oh my God, yes, yes. <laughs> Meanwhile, I was home watching HGTV trying to convince my mom to let me buy something from the Sears catalog to redo my bedroom. <laughs> so this comes from deep. That <laughs> oh yeah, for sure. It's really, it's, it's come full circle, right? It has, yeah. all, all of it really. Cause like we, I loved art too. Like yeah. I, like the idea of drawing, but could never really draw. Mm. And I like the idea of do, like doing construction stuff, but like didn't really have the opportunity to be able to do that in like class. But in school, like I was the opposite of you, like yeah. science, math, yeah. absolutely not. Like yeah. can't even grasp yeah. it. But like when it comes to art, like architecture, sewing, like all of yeah. that kind of stuff was like right up my alley yeah. in school. It's probably because yeah. I just sucked at all that stuff. That's <laughs> why I, oh, like. I wasn't good at it, yeah. but yeah. Yeah. Okay. So Somehow you're like, I'm going to start making videos Yeah, and you're pushing through. Mm -hmm. Did you have success right away? Was there any like, mm, no, but you were doing, you were doing like before we moved to Vancouver, cause we were in this weird situation in life where like Vancouver was a finite slice of time. Mm -hmm. The plan, we were living in St. John's, Newfoundland. I was finishing, I did medical school and residency in Newfoundland. I go away to do one year of subspecialty training. Then we're back to Newfoundland for a job. That was the plan. Yeah. Right? But so we looked at it and we're like, this is a very unique opportunity in life where you had to leave your clients behind. You had a very nice niche carved out in real estate photography. Mm -hmm. You had a lot of design clients and you were doing freelance work basically. Yeah. And then you were kind of doing the home renovation blog on the side because it was, you know, kind of a passion project. And that was kind of growing. We had a little bit of a following there, but not a huge one. Yeah. And so then when we moved to Vancouver, it's like, well, what are you gonna do with your time? Like, mm -hmm. are you gonna try to build a, a real estate photography business in a saturated market in Vancouver? Yeah. Didn't but, make sense. Right. And by the time you finish, it's like, oh, time to go back home to Newfoundland. And then all of a sudden there's like, you're leaving the business behind again, right? Yeah, mm -hmm. And at the same time, you can't, you could do remote design work for people in Newfoundland, but it's, it's like- It's not the same. When you're doing real estate photography mostly, right, like you can't do it. <laughs> yeah. yeah so it's kind of like, you almost took a sabbatical, really. Yeah. It was, it was kind of like, like a personal project. Was at that point with the real estate stuff where you're like, oh, I really love this. I could keep doing this. Or were you already at like a stage where like, I kind of want to do something else kind of thing? Or Yeah, it was a bit of a bit of that. Like I really liked it. Like before we left St. John's, I felt like I had finally found the niche in photography that I really mm. liked, which was like shooting real estate and yeah. shooting. I was working with an interior design company and they were doing beautiful renovations and I would shoot their projects for the website and like work on some logo stuff for them. And so I felt like I kind of had my little niche figured out. Yeah. But at the same time, there was this like part of me where I was like, I'm kind of this sounds terrible, but kind of sick of growing other people's businesses for them through content. Oh. Kind of want to build, build my your own. own dreams, not someone else's. That was yeah. like one of the first things I made a video. I was like, oh yeah, that's the thing. Exactly. So that's kind of the thing. Now, I didn't think when we started YouTube that it was going to be 
my full-time job yeah. at the time. I was just like, this is a personal project. We're going to try it. See, when we go back to St. John's, we'll live in our house. We'll build a cabin. We'll make video content around this cabin build. Yeah. And that's going to be what we do. But that didn't work out. So, yeah. yeah. I mean, so the, the plan was to do all that. And then... <laughs> so it's nice to have plans. Yeah. yeah. The plans never work out. Right? And, and it was also nice, too, because we would basically make, like, every weekend, we would make a video of whatever we were up to that weekend in Vancouver. There was no story. It was just like, it was just like food montages. And yeah, random. exactly. And then it would go up on YouTube and then like mom and, you know, like our parents would watch it and like, you know, that was it. Right. Yeah, yeah. But there was no expectation to like, oh, we're going to make this a business. We're going to grow this, blah, blah, blah. Um, then life kind of took a different turn. We were supposed there. This is, is like a whole podcast in of itself. <laughs> how We did not end up in Newfoundland, but long story short, Cliff Notes version was I really was obsessed with the idea of flying helicopters and it's just something I really wanted to do. Yeah, you guys literally flew here. We literally we flew here on a helicopter. Correct, <laughs> yeah. yes, correct. Hey, we'll Falcon. come over and hang out. I'm just gonna take the heli. Okay, fair enough. Where, where do you wanna <laughs> land it? In your backyard. Uh, maybe at an airport. <laughs> <laughs> we should still do it in your backyard. We, still, we can still do it. We actually flew over your house just to Did check you? it out. I didn't get to really assess it because Becky didn't want me circling and buzzing the well, neighbors. Well, Bruce said like, "Oh, you guys, you should have done it." I'm like, "I don't know." It's, I, don't if you, know. It, I, I think if you move the trampoline, we'd be okay. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> we're gonna have to try it next time. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. But anyway, so long story short, I wanted to get my helicopter license while I was in Vancouver because there's no helicopter flight schools on Newfoundland, which is an island. Right. So. My thought process was, if this is going to be something that's going to take a prolonged amount of time to do, I might as well do it on the weekends while I'm in Vancouver. So I right. did that. And long story short, the people at home who initially offered me a job didn't like the idea that I was becoming a pilot. And they were kind of saying things like, you can't be a dedicated interventional radiologist and also a pilot. And he's going to be unreliable if he... Sorry, who are these people telling <laughs> you what you can and Dude, can't do there was a whole. There was a whole... It, it was, so they pulled the job off yes. yeah. because you started flying heli. Yes. Yeah. And but based it, off assumptions that they had that right. were not true. Yeah. Is, there any, is there any part of that that makes sense to you guys? Or is that like... Because to me, that sounds well, absolutely outlandish. Uh, alleg was, yeah. Allegedly, um, there was some sort of... How should I say this? There was there was alleged infidelity of um, one of the people who was in the key linchpin in all of this, and it went the the narrative changed from I need to uh, have somebody come who I can split hours with because I'm working too much and I want more vacation to I just split my net worth with the ex wife and now. I've got to work as much as I can. I don't want to split billing. Anybody. So there, there's alleged, I don't know how much of that's true. I can neither confirm or deny that. But Drama. I, those Drama. Are, those are the things. Yeah. So, 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 and it, but it, it sort of made sense because like every person who hears a story, they either, they, they don't understand, they don't, it doesn't make sense to them. Yeah. There's mm -hmm. the, something's missing right. there. Like, yeah. Right. Like, sorry, how does that exactly. equal up? So, so that, that I think is the missing piece that, so, and mm -hmm. it's interesting because like CBC contacted me because they, because the, the, to add more complexity to the story is that I did a, uh, so Newfoundland is like a hard place to recruit physicians to. Mm. So they have a bursary program that if you sign on for three years of your life and you right. promise to return your service, we'll give you a lump sum amount that was more or less equal to what flight school would have cost me. So it was nice. actually great because of my, yeah. they, they paid Worked for my perfect. flight school. Yeah. And I was going back and I was, so I tried to go back and get a job there. Like I went to every single other place that could host my specialty. We tried to get a job in the center of the island. We tried to get a job on the west coast of the island. We tried right, right outside of our hometown. Every spot that had the equipment and facilities that I needed that I needed for my job, we tried and couldn't get a job, hmm. just because it's like a small place and either they yeah. are desperate for a physician of my subspecialty or they're not. Yeah, yeah. And so that's basically how 
that all unfolded. But the problem was that CBC found out that I accepted money from the government to go back. And they was like, oh, but you didn't hold up your end of the bargain. I was like, oh, well, sit down. Let me tell you a story. <laughs> <That's> <laughs> well, actually, I did. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah exactly. And I it was just like, OK, you guys want to know the truth? And then so they went to the healthcare corporation. They tried approaching this individual who was more or less solely responsible for all this. And they just went radio oh, silent. Man, this is so, like a so, documentary. So if you Google CBC Chris Nicholas or I think if life gives you lemons, it was, was that yeah. was the name of the vlog that we made that explained all of this. Mm -hmm. It's a bit more. But the, the missing piece also was that, um, yeah, there was some drama going going on, I think, in this person's personal life that right. leaked over into the professional life. And, if, and there was collateral damage, which was us. But anyway, that, that was said, devastating at the time. But I'm sure it all ended up working out fine because oh, we're totally fine with it now. We, right? moved, yeah, yeah. we moved to Buffalo, New York and kept the channel going. And then mm -hmm. it became like a, a thing. Yeah. So how we okay. ended up with how we ended <laughs> up with, back, yeah. with like photography, interior design, photography, video, interior design, helicopters slash travel. We try to put it in all like three pillars. One is travel, which includes the helicopters. Yeah. One is interior design, which includes our home renovation series. Right. And the other is, you know, visuals, which we do sometimes do tutorials and things like that. So yeah. we kind it's of having mess. a background in film and video mm -hmm. um, and photography, that's kind of the seeds for our channel, kind of like how a lot of ex-skate video makers <laughs> yeah, find yeah, themselves. Yeah. But we try to put our content in one of those three pillars. And now it's kind of like, we come to, we're trying to focus now on series, right? That's almost what we're trying to make our niche is yeah. just doing- we're More polished series and more films and then how we make those things. So like we call them DVD extras, which is like yeah, really like dangerous behind the, behind the scenes. Yeah, so it's like- Kids well, don't know what DVDs are now. I know, yeah. I had, somebody was like so DM me the other day. DVD is the like, disc that used to play. <laughs> Digital video Put disc. Put in the player and it would come up on the that TV. so funny, I, didn't, I never knew what it Autumn, did it, did it? I, I assume that's what I always just Digital video disc, that sounds right. I mean, we have the summation of humanity's knowledge in our pockets. We don't Google things here. Yes, we do. Digital video disc. You heard it here first. Yeah. yeah. Um, what were we talking about? Tyler, is a digital video disc? It's going to bother him for the rest of the podcast. I need to, to know, know if I was right. <laughs> um, yeah, where were you? I forget. But, um, yeah, digital video disc. Digital video disc. You were Nailed right. It. Correct. Okay. Um, you heard it first. Uh, <laughs> 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 what was the video? Was there a video that took off that you were like, oh, shoot, like this is a thing now or was it just a slow gradual like a little bit more of it views a little bit more views and the next thing you know you're like oh i'm i'm a do you call yourselves youtubers yeah i guess it's a little different do you both call yourselves youtubers it, you guys both are in the videos but becky is responsible yeah for the, the division yeah. of labor here is i'm just the talent he's yeah. the talent <laughs> no. hired Anytime model we, yeah, yeah talent. no and pilot so <clears throat> yeah that's ba becky basically is like a one man operate one 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 operation, mm -hmm. um, but I kind of just help out with the videos when when needed. When I need somebody to do animations or fly the drone, yeah, FPV, FPV. I'm like, can you send it yeah. over these can you cliffs? Send it? And he's like, I can send it. Over I need to dive down this cliff yeah. through this gap. Yeah. <laughs> yes, in yeah. three minutes, in, in under fifteen seconds. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. But we never really had like a a video that popped off, and we still really haven't. Like, really, our channel for the most part, since we started, has been a slow burn, basically. Slow growth in subscribers, gro slow growth in views. And we were kind of like, I think we were at like, once we hit 10K, then it started progressively getting bigger. Mm -hmm. But like, we never had a viral video. Yeah. Like, we have one video on our channel that's over a million views, but the rest of them are kind of just... Yeah. But there has been, like like when we... So for Sorry. example, remember that last time I saw you in person? Mm -hmm. I flew up here. Years ago. Again, yeah. you came it was with like your Hallie to hang in. 2018, yeah. You let me... 
kind of <laughs> see how things work you in the helicopter. You, you did a couple turns. Am I, am I allowed to say that? Yeah, sure. You did a couple turns. <laughs> For a second, I was like, is Chris going to lose his license or no, something? No. If you, I say, you, you, you may have my, my insurance, but you, <laughs> you, you'd make a good helicopter pilot. Oh, thanks. Yeah, yeah, yeah. you had a very good, very, thank you, thank very, you, uh, it was very slow and nice and easy. You oh, like scared, science? Scared you the crap out of me. Yeah, <laughs> and you probably have a fascination with the aerodynamics of flight as well. Oh, yeah. Because I was, I was also the math and science guy too. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We, we were very similar. <laughs> and then FPV and all this. Like, yes. It feels mm-hmm. all like somehow weirdly connected. Actually, if you can hover an FPV drone, then you, can, um, then you okay let's go I'll, you could, I'll fly your holly now <laughs> you can actually it's a very similar concept like like directing thrust and like right. you know returning back to your center of, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah it's like find the balance point either way either way. um <laughs> when we came up here that one time though i was up here to do part of to get an add-on for my canadian license mm. and then i reached out to you and we'd also known pete as well because yeah. i think we met him um we actually met him back in vancouver yeah. and weirdly enough his his wife apparently read our blog yeah, because she's such a small world. Into she's like an indie, that world. So it was kind of a, a weird like full circle thing. Yeah, so yeah. I, I came up and it was just me because Becky was um, back with her parents uh, on vacation, I think. But I was like up here. So I just reached out to people I knew in Toronto and yeah. like you guys. And yeah. then I think Pete was free. So we went up and just made like a video together. Yeah. And I think that video too, like he featured on his channel. We were recording our releases. And that was that was probably the the closest thing to uh, like uh, a viral a, war- a warp whistle that we got. Yeah, you know, it was like we. I think we went from like twelve to fifteen thousand before, and I think we were at like forty or fifty mm. within like within a couple, couple of weeks. Days. Nice. No, it was a couple days, of days wasn't was it? it? Oh, I don't know, but it was. It was. It like, was significantly that's an exciting like, time. It right? was. You're yeah. like, look, every day you're looking at social blade, like. I right. I and back then it. it live updated, right? Yeah. Probably. And I was like, it was so addicting in the mm-hmm. beginning. You're just like watching the numbers go up. So I think that's the closest thing that we've ever had to like virality yes. or like a boost, in like a rapid meteoric rise. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But those things kind of, you know, kind of taper off. But what it did is it jump started. It kind of lit that fire mm-hmm. and it kind of got us, I feel like, on the radar of the algorithm. Yeah. yeah. We hit 100K like three months after that, I think it was, or three or four months later. Yeah. 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 So it was like we went from 15 to like 50 to 100K within like a short period of time. But we had been doing YouTube for like, like three or four years at that point. And here's the thing. People are always like, you know, if I just got a shout out, I would be big. That yeah. is not true. No. But you guys had really good videos already and then you continue to make good. And so that at that point, a shout out from a Peter McKinnon mm-hmm. does like accelerate things. Right. You guys would have gotten here just the same. It might have taken a little bit longer. But like you have to have something like you, when people go there and like, oh, I love these videos. Right. There has to be a bank of content there. Yeah. yeah. You might get like a, some, sometimes like a Peter will, will shout out somebody and they'll get a little bit, but then it like never goes anywhere. It's mm-hmm. just because they're not making content that's relevant to people for whatever reason. It's not good quotations, good content. And you guys were making good content already, right? Or it might just not strike like re- like resonate with their audience. Yeah. You know, yeah, like yeah. Peter's audience is going to be that's true very too. photo video that is, centric. That is true too. That and is like, true. If, I mean, we were kind of photo video centric. Yeah, we were doing some like photo video tutorials. We were still yeah. doing the helicopter vlogs and yeah. still vlogging. I Did guess you feel say. pressure after that to be like, oh shoot, I gotta yes. make some tutorials now? Yes, 100%. Because <laughs> we were like, I'm Chris. Howe I guess said, I'm a filmmaker like, YouTuber now. I know, right? <laughs> yeah, exactly. right? Well, you sealed our fate. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> after the shout out, when we hit 50K, Chris was like, you need to, not this Chris, Chris Howe was like, yeah. you should ride the wave and really put out a bunch of photo video style content in yeah. in the mix of like what you're doing now, like two or three times a week, I think. And we just pushed yeah. till we hit 100K. Mm. Um, but yeah, there's definitely pressure. And after that, our Instagram started growing too. And I was so nervous to post a story. I was like, oh my God, like I got to stop doing all the weird shit that I do on my Instagram. <laughs> 
But yeah, it's scary. I don't right? think you guys have stopped. Are you are you holding back on no. us? Does it get more weird? I feel no. like you guys are pretty. Like, oh, uh, <laughs> it gets weirder, probably. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. Does it? <laughs> it's our OnlyFans version of this podcast. <laughs> But uh, no. you guys, I, I like like any channel that you know people are genuine and honest, be, being themselves. Like that's fun to watch, especially if you're living. I said it before. It's like if anybody wants to, a successful YouTube channel, you just have to live an interesting life and then document that. Mm-hmm. Like um, sounds simple. It's not. It's nuanced for sure. But like you guys are living an interesting life. Like who the heck flies in helicopters <laughs> around the like YouTuber? Do, do you guys, doctor is doctor. What's your your anesthesiologist? Uh, interventional radiologist. Oh, yeah. So we, I mean, that's kind of <laughs> yeah, a weird. Special. But yeah, kind you of guys imaging, live a pretty right? cool life. Like, <laughs> 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 and so, like, it's so fun to watch. You know, anything Thanks. you guys do, it's interesting. I don't know, and I think we all think our lives are pretty normal. Like, your own life is normal to you and mm-hmm. boring in a sense. But then to other but people, but you know that's like, like the gra- I feel like that's the grass is always greener. Ah, uh, yeah, 100%. They, you know what I mean. Yeah, like, for sure. like you, you guys going off to F one yep. in like yep. uh, across the pond there. Yeah, like that. Most people objectively say, "Holy crap, that's yeah. really that's, cool." And yeah. you're nowadays we're taking everybody's like highlight reels, highlight exactly. reels and be like all together, like, "Wow, my life sucks." Because you're comparing it to everybody right. else's highlight reels all at one time. Yeah, yeah. For but sure. it's also like it's one of those things too, where and you hit the nail on the head with the highlight reel. You know, it's like yeah. people drink the Kool Aid of social media. Yeah, and that was actually brought up too with that whole job loss thing. It was we were making weekly vlogs and we were mm-hmm. posting them all over social media. Becky would batch content. She'd shoot photos, so she'd have enough photos on Instagram to post one photo a day. And then like the people at home would see like, oh, they're always off. Yeah, doing adventures you're always traveling they're yeah. always like always making posting, these, they're always posting these photos of like on this like nice hike that they went on on a monday afternoon well it's like newsflash like that was saturday morning yeah, yeah. <laughs> i was working like 100 hours a week yeah. in my fellowship position and then like i'd get to like the weekend and I'd be, like, clock would start 48 hours all right we have 48 hours together oh wait no that's only 24 hours because 24 would go to helicopters because every sunday i would do my flights i saw him so, one day a week so it was like year. saturday was when i saw becky and we're, like, we're going on an adventure we're going and to- you guys would always make youtube videos yeah. on that day yes but it was good because it was an excuse to go out and film yeah. so our youtube videos at that time didn't really have a purpose or a story we weren't even thinking about thumbnail and title at all we were just like well, go back then who was thinking about right 2016 right? <laughs> i mean are yeah. we even thinking about now? i miss no. those days of not having to think about i know right i'll just take this screen grab ah, good enough <laughs> good enough yeah. yeah yeah it's like the title is like one second of the video and the rest of the video is just like yeah. montages sorry yeah. i keep hitting this mic it's like no it's fine it's, it's like it's, it's harassing gotta, you the whole time it's just, a ghost just push it yeah okay <laughs> Um, yeah. So yeah, I mean, that's the thing. Like we'd go and do these adventures and we'd spend time together. So like Mm. they didn't have a story, but we'd be like, okay, we're going to go up to Whistler for this one day and we'd spend the whole day doing it. And I think that if we hadn't had the channel and we weren't making that style of video that we wouldn't have made the most of it. And Mm. we, I think that I might've been a bit more miserable during that year Yeah, because we probably would have just sat in the house and watched TV. And then he'd be gone. That's an interesting, you know, have you guys ever had the question of like, when do you know to, when to like put your cameras down and like to just like take, take, and I, I argue that like I get way more out of a lot of moments or a lot of things when I do have my cameras because I go the extra, like Mm -hmm. extra mile. Like you see like a, like a crazy sunset like oh let's go hike something you know like mm-hmm. if i didn't have my camera i'd be like uh let's just let's just, just chill let's, like, let's just make a bonfire and chill here you know yeah. like and so you miss out on a lot of stuff because you're not capturing it and so like sounds like you guys kind of had that same yeah it's yeah. interesting because like there's a double-edged sword for sure 100 as somebody who like literally has been in, into imaging since they were in high school like 
I've been into shooting video or photos since then. And I always felt like seeing a sunset was this like wasted opportunity. And mm-hmm. I almost never learned how to appreciate it with my eyes. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But also the flip side of that is that when we would go out on adventures, like it would YouTube and making content would put us in positions we wouldn't have otherwise been in. Like you yeah. said, like we, yeah. we would have been sitting probably watching TV otherwise if we didn't make a point of going to this destination to mm-hmm. make a video about going to this destination. Yeah. But once you're there, I think there's, uh, you have to be kind of cognizant to really like think, okay, now that I'm here, I've gotten some nice shots. Yeah, yeah. Can I just put the camera down now, now? I really yeah, appreciate yeah, yeah. it. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, there is definitely a time to put down the camera, but overall, I think I like I feel like I've experienced so much more just because I do take my camera around. Definitely. Oh, 100%. Yeah. yeah. It puts you in situations you wouldn't have otherwise been in. Yeah. Yeah. What for you guys I'm curious, like, what's, uh, for example, your couple working together, has that been, what would have been, like, the biggest pain points for you and YouTube? Uh, maybe that's not a pain point at all. <laughs> maybe it is. But uh, what's, what's been hard for you guys? The hardest thing for me is wishing that he could work with me full time. Mm. And because being a solo person running this channel, like, as you know, it's like a lot of, it's a lot of friggin' work, yeah, right? It's a lot of work. Yeah. And so like knowing that you have a second person on the channel that if only that they could work with you, cause Chris has a completely different skill set than I do. Yeah. He, I, I learned to edit from Chris and he can shoot photos and do some design stuff. But like when it comes to like animation business stuff, like just to have that extra person, like I, that's like, and drones, yeah. like pilot, we would, be able to make so much more stuff mm-hmm. if he was working with me full time. So for me, but the, there's no like, I don't think we really argue. We kind of have the same view for the most part on the channel. I think we have like fallen into our own res- roles respectively pretty well. Right. Yeah. Like I know that the direction of the channel is largely gonna be driven by Becky because she lives at 24 mm-hmm. seven. Yeah. I have a background in knowledge in photo and video, sure. Can I do some of the things that she can do? Yeah, am I gonna do it probably half as efficient? Yeah, mm. just because she has way more practice nowadays. But it yeah. was, it, the tables did turn though. Like at mm-hmm. one point she was the novice editor and I was like giving her critiques on how to like fix things and then like the, the, the student became the teacher, right? Yeah. Like she, yeah. she far- now she's editing like full on documentaries. Yes, she leveled up. And <laughs> then I'm just like- timeline, I'm like, okay. But it's great because it's almost like I can come home from work and then she'll show me like a little edit she did. And I'm like, it's amazing because I get to see this like with fresh eyes. Yeah. And she's like, I can't even tell if this is good anymore. And you probably feel yeah, the same yeah, way, yeah, right? Yeah, You've yeah. looked at an edit for so long. You're like, mm-hmm. I can't even tell if this is good, bad, yeah. or different. It's just a bunch of squares and yeah, a bunch of sound. Yeah. yeah. So I, I, get to see I hate it now because yeah. I've been working on it for so long. Right. Exactly. exactly. I don't even know what this is anymore. <laughs> yeah. I've been looking at it too. Exactly. So, but for me, I'm like, oh, this is great. And <clears throat> it, it's we have a good relationship because I can sometimes critique things and like we can talk about things that way. And mm-hmm. And it's like a fresh set of eyes, but we've been, we've kind of grown into the same person. So like, it's almost like a hack where me looking at it for the sec, for the fr- first time, it's almost like she's looking at it for the first time because we've yeah. come to like, like the same things. Yeah. yeah. That makes sense. There's yeah. never really any competitive thing where like one of us is trying to fight over editing a video or we have a different creative vision. It's kind of like we collectively will either come up with an idea or he'll have an idea or I'll have an idea and yeah. whoever's idea it is, we might head it up ourselves. And yeah. then, yeah. It's we some, don't look at our... I think one of the key things is just the fundamental way our relationship is structured is that neither one of us looks at the other person's success as like a detriment to them. It's not a mm-hmm. zero sum game. Oh yeah. Yeah. I know that there are like, there's friction sometimes in, in couples. If like, you know, a, a lot of men, f- for example, have mm. a problem when their partner, mm. which is if they're a female is yeah. like, if, if they all of a sudden 
become you know, the breadwinner or, bread, or something yeah. like that. Mm-hmm. Then it's like, that's a big ego hit, right? Mm-hmm. I would love nothing more than for her to out earn me. Yeah. Like that would be me winning the lottery. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like her wins that's are my nice. wins and my wins are her wins, oh, right? Wait, what I think that benefits that's me, benefits you, benefits you. It's a family, right? Yeah, exactly. 100%. So I think looking at it that way, there's really, it's just a teamwork, right? Yeah. How can we divide and conquer this? Totally. Like you were away, you know, hanging out with your family. And so I got cracking on our next helicopter series. And so it's like, okay, what does Becky not like doing? She hates going through all the multiple GoPro angles clips. of GoPro clips from the helicopter. So, Hour long, multiple angles. Right. One so the like, more footage, the worse it is because then you have to actually decide, is this split second better than this split second? Like, mm-hmm. like I don't yeah. know. Yeah, and so the way I was like, okay, well, while she's gone, I was like, what can I do to help you? And she's like, if you can go through all those and just make multi-cans of all of it That'd and just helpful. sync everything up, just the scut work basically. Yeah. And for me, I was like, oh, I love looking at these helicopter flights again. Ooh, maybe I'll throw a little color grade on this here. <laughs> and she's like, oh, if you want to do a color grade, perfect, because yeah, then I can work from that. For it. It might not be the final one that we use but <laughs> yeah it might not be good chris but yeah. exactly yeah. She, but it's she, something it's she panders to me <laughs> good try yeah, yeah. Gold no, he star. does good he does good he can call good well have you have you chris ever been like oh i should go full-time like becky's saying like it'd be nice if you were full-time my dream <laughs> my dream have you guys talked about that at all have you we have, have, you we have. About it? yeah like my line of work is so it's it's we kind of our philosophy financially is kind of been all based on diversification mm. and you, you, I mean, you, you're obviously familiar with, with diversifying, right? Yeah. And for us, I think our careers is the ultimate diversification. Mm. I have probably one of the most tried and true, yeah. you know, conventional careers there is like medical school. You can't get much more conventional than that. Yeah. Becky has probably one of the more newfangled the careers, most, right? Most volatile. No. Yeah. Well, yeah. I mean, there is volatility in it, right? Yeah. And we kind of talked about it earlier, right? Yeah. Like, It's pretty stable if you're like, you know, yeah. done it for a while and all that. But, but I mean, within your career, but, within your line of work, you diversify with multiple revenue streams. So there, yeah. there, there's different, like, yeah. it depends on how- Different but, areas of volatility. Yeah. How, how, much volatile. you, how close do you zoom in on it, right? Yeah. But I think like for us, like having the diversification there is great because we're, we've both found a level of work that we all can, manage without burning out yeah now with that said like my work i find incredibly satisfying and gratifying Mm, there's something to be able like when when a patient comes to you and says like oh my god you you literally cured my cancer yeah but i didn't have to go through surgery it was all a minimally invasive procedure but you cure my cancer with that like that is just totally there's nothing more amazing than that like and i don't want to discount that but it's it's a grind and radiology in particular has become one of those specialties where it's it's a lot of um productivity measures are are always on the forefront of any radiologist's mind and so i kind of look at it like the duty cycle of a job like some jobs like you might if you're a surgeon yeah you're gonna work hard you're gonna work long hours Mm. but you're gonna have downtime where you're waiting for the procedures to go into the or there's room turnover time for me like it's if i'm not doing a procedure i'm running back to my desk so i can read x-rays ct scans and mris it's just like there's zero downtime yeah and that is a very, so it's a taxing day from start to finish. Yeah. Um, so would I like to go full-time YouTube? It's a tough thing because I'm not in that position. Mm. And, but I always also say like, if we lose, if we're going to lose that diversification, I want to be financially independent in a sense that I'm going to yeah, have yeah, enough yeah. assets 
you know, invested so that guys are smart. If you know, it, it's just it's one of those yeah. things where like, and in order to get to the, to the lifestyle that we've become accustomed to, unfortunately, <laughs> Becky's channel the probably doesn't. Becky's help with channel, the whole, like, yeah, big financial. <laughs> <laughs> Becky's channel, unfortunately, would have to rise to probably one of like. I love you know, that you call it my channel. But I mean, like, real, let's look at the division of labor, right? Like yes. you are doing 90% of it's labor associated with it. So like, you give credit where Christ's due. Next you know? thing we know, it's just the Becky. It's just the, I've threatened she's, that. She's threatened that before. I will take your name off. This is my channel, damn it. Yeah, when I've like made five videos in a row and I'm like, can you film a video with me? And he's like, something? Yeah, can you please do something? He's like, I want to watch Star Wars. Listen here, okay? Come on, bye. Get up. Let's watch, go. Do you, you watch any of the Star Wars movies? I, I said this to you guys uh, off camera already that like uh, what I admire about you guys is that you never feel desperate in your content. You're always, it just feels like you're just confident in what you make. Like, I'm just going to make this. And it's not like I have to make this because this is where the algorithm's going or I have to do this now because this is what everybody else is doing. Mm -hmm. You're just like, we want to do this and then you do it. Like yeah. that's how it comes across to, I don't know if that's how you guys always feel, yeah. but that's how it comes across to me. That's great. I like that. It comes, comes across that way. Well, our kind of mantra was always like, let's, we're going to make videos about the things that we're into and things that we like. And it's always just going to be, um, basically a timeline of our life. Mm -hmm. And obviously over time, like as your channel grows, you start to strategize on like, what's going to perform good and what's going to grow the channel. But like at the end of the day, it's like, do I want to make this? If no, we're not making it. Like, yeah. do I want to make this specific editing tutorial? I hate making those. So I'm just going to cut them completely from the channel because they don't make me happy. Yeah. I think at the end of the day, it's even if your channel doesn't grow as fast and the views aren't as good because you're making a vlog or whatever, it's more sustainable because it's more enjoyable mm -hmm. and there is no pressure. You don't feel like you're panicking trying to, yeah. you know, oh, my views are down. I got to do something to like get them up or whatever. So yeah, yeah but then sustainability is the key, right? Like it is, yeah. From yeah. the beginning, we think, okay, if we can be authentic, make credit, create create content that we are into and we want to make, that's going to automatically translate into more authentic on-camera presence. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And viewers know that, right? They know oh, when yeah. someone's just chasing oh, views yeah. and yeah. likes and yeah. versus actually enjoying what they're doing. And that's kind of been always the the one pillar we go back to. You know, uh, will one day that Becky not be in interior design? I might not be in helicopters. Who knows what happens in five, ten years from yeah. now? Yeah. But like, but that's if, the cool part of having a channel that's like more lifestyle. Mm. Is that like if tomorrow we decided we don't want to do any filmmaking content, we want to pivot completely to yeah. uh, like outdoors, living off the grid. Uh, living and, off the grid. <laughs> yeah, exactly. We could slowly do that, and our audience yeah. would probably be okay with it. Yeah. So we'd probably some lose them, some maybe. of them. Yeah. But maybe not. Please don't. Well, leave. I don't know. <laughs> Maybe, maybe not, but like I think that's the challenge, totally. right? When you get into a really specific niche, if you want to change gears, it's really hard. Yeah, really hard. Yeah, yeah that, that's one. I like I specifically had the strategy of like, okay, I, I started off with kind of like I thought it was going to be a filmmaking channel, and then like I'll teach some filmmaking stuff, but then obviously I was an idiot, and the teaching filmmaking was way you know way better uh, in terms of the audience getting stuff out of it, and so. Um, but as soon as it took off, I started like introduce other things from my life. Like I'm still teaching about filmmaking, photography. I'm still doing tutorials and gear reviews, but I might introduce a boosted board, mm -hmm. a, a Tesla, uh, you know, going to the cottage and talking about that. And like anything that gives me a, an excuse to like go and do the things that I already want to do. Right. Like that's the best, you know, like, yeah. you want more of that. And then, yeah, it gives you that like opportunity to bring in like, going to the Formula One race and like, okay, I know that that video still isn't going to do as well as if I'm reviewing the GoPro, new GoPro, blah, blah, blah. Like, 
and that's fine like mm-hmm. that's okay as long as you know that like you know okay this is this type of video and it's still really good for the brand value it's still really good for connecting with the audience that does see it right but it's not going to be one of those you know one out of ten videos it's going to be yeah. one right. out of ten yeah, and that's fine. But that's you, you got to be <laughs> yeah. okay with it, right? But that's something I love about your channels. Like when you go to the cottage or you're like traveling, and you find a way to integrate your main niche with your lifestyle. Mm. And I think that those videos are more fun to watch because you're clearly enjoying yourself, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I think anytime you watch somebody do something that and they're passionate about it, yeah. they're having a good time. It's oh, so yeah. much more enjoyable to watch instead yeah. of just sitting. And there's nothing wrong with sitting in the office talking about camera gear. That's fine too. And there's a time and a place. But yeah. when you can have both yeah that's like the perfect but you're never gonna please everybody oh no no no, never and i always say like you want contrast you don't want just bangers Mm -hmm. because then your bangers just become your normal that's the baseline right yeah Yeah, there's just like i feel like you guys had to talk about this in photography is there i feel like i remember talking about this in photography talking about this in photography like bangers. Uh, i I probably meant i've probably talked about this a bunch but like a lot of people i think they they think they always have to make the same banger videos. Mm-hmm. And I think that actually gets boring. Like It's, inflation, I, it's it, like inflationary. Yeah. It's like you get used to this level yeah. and then like you have to one up it. Yeah. And then it's just like all of a sudden you're like to make a normal video, you have to go like rent a helicopter and yeah. like hang out a bit. And, yeah. then, <laughs> and sometimes you just want to, want to watch a casual video because you're like, yeah, I'm tired. I just want to like, I just want to hear somebody talk about like camera news right now. I don't want to like. Mm-hmm. learn anything you know like, toss something on yeah, that's like exactly. mindless yeah, yeah, yeah. Exactly. sometimes Becky just wants to watch hot 10 something, camping for exactly. two hours yeah, thank no you thank you hot 10 camping the our, best niche our algorithm, on YouTube our algorithm like the Becky and Chris channel algorithm which is logged in our TV we both watch it oh it's a mess it's a mess <laughs> but it's now like, I have it trained because I watch a plethora of hot 10 camping videos. You've, you've programmed it to your style. And <laughs> and it's yeah. like this weird mix of like aviation and hot tent camping and like outdoor survival and bushcraft and then some some camera stuff. Yeah. And the cameras <laughs> and the core camera. I, stuff. I feel like you guys are going to start going towards this outdoors thing more. Now, is that, is that <laughs> yeah. how I'm feeling? The, I'm feeling the vibe of like. <laughs> You, you, <laughs> you, you might be like, you know, heli, heli tenting soon or something like that. Oh, like that's your like, that's just all it's like do. a super niche of like heli camping. We're, we're, we're almost in a crisis right now. Um, of, you, we or me? Well, see, like, I feel oh, like you are. Are you in a pivot crisis or what, what well, is it? Not well. So <laughs> I'll tell my philosophy and then go, Becky can Everybody spill goes it. to the stage and they're like, I just, I'm not just this. And then yeah. Yeah. they want to like, I, I, I take, else, you know? I, I'm, this I'm the like. This is going to be a therapy session yeah, right now, is, yeah. You're the therapist and we're going to air out. from now on. I am the. Tell me more. I'm always the, we're in it for the long game, Becky. If you have a downturn in the market, you don't pull your money out and reshuffle your asset allocation. You just hold the weather of the storm and you just go, keep going. You just trust trust the process. Are you in a lull of views or money? Um, I just, interests. Interest. I just want to go into the woods and make <laughs> vlogs the way we used to make them in 2016 and like just make fires and build a cabin and tent camp and just like make stupid vlogs. Yeah. And I'm like, at, at this point, because of the way our channel has grown, like you were talking about banger videos, not saying that ours are, but like they you are. get used to a level of like, oh, I'm going to make a story. Oh, I'm going to color grade yeah. everything. It's going to be this. Got to be better than the last documentary it's, I made. Exactly. Or like this series. And now it's like to put a five minute vlog on the channel feels funny, even though that's how we started. And that's what I love to do. So yeah. anyway, it's like this weird crisis where it's like. You've created a, a problem of yourself because you've wanted to be like the channel that makes these like high production value series. Yeah. But and on I YouTube. also just want to be in the woods. Yeah. You know, and just make like 
two-bit content that's like not highly polished. Yeah. But it's a weird creative outlet thing, I think. You why know? do you feel like you can't do that then? That's what I said. <laughs> You're being very good. Very good. How does um, that make you? <laughs> be, okay, so here's the thing. I think because our channel is so wide, right? You have like mm. home decor and everything that goes along with that, visuals, everything that goes along with that. And what's the other one? Travel. She can't remember the niches that we What did we come here on what again? We, what is it again? Uh, travel. <laughs> Helicopter travel. And then to add woods in there, it just seems like it seems so niche. To, to bring woods into it. Like, are people really like going to give a shit? Like, look at this new tent that I have. I'm like, look, Dan Becker recommended me this pillow <laughs> in the woods. Becker, I'm having a yeah. wicked old sleep. Dan Becker was on this podcast recently. I want to <laughs> see you guys pick up Dan Becker in your heli. Go, go and we're going to go heli camping. <laughs> yeah. Oh, let's do it. Hit us up, Dan. Oh, yeah, yeah that would be awesome. That's really interesting. I don't know. To me, it seems like a very, like, well, that's... Just I I, if you'd made, like, a camping video and you were talking about camping gear, I'd be like, yeah, of course. That makes sense. Makes I'm sense. telling Becky that she's uh, needs to not fall into the she needs to not fall in the trap that she's been avoiding this whole time on YouTube in that chasing the numbers the and we're don't worry about the numbers. But it's not that. I think it's um having the ability to make something a little fun and a little rough without the pressure of yeah. title, thumbnail, story, yeah. color grade. Yeah, you know what I mean. Like yeah. the polish. Totally. Yeah. But there's like uh, there's a there's a different feeling. I. I on purpose make a lot of stuff nowadays, not like 120 slow motion, perfect B-roll. Like I yeah. rarely do that kind of stuff anymore. I like, I much more like the like fast paced, raw, fun, like, you know, like, you know, actually telling story with the visuals and not just like, hey, let's make it just cool. a make, sequence. Like, cool. Yeah. The like, montage. Yeah. There's, a, there's something to that rawness. That's what drew, to, drew me to YouTube in the first place. Mm -hmm. Was that like raw watching like a you Nolson or Casey Neistat vlog and just felt so like like real, real. Yeah. yeah. And now uh, we're kind of like a lot. My my theory is that we'll come full circle. Like you know, it's ebbs and flows. I think we'll come back to like kind of a vlogger era mm -hmm. where we're again really connected to the people that we follow. And now you're already seeing that. I've seen it with a few different um, TikTokers. They start, for example, oh, shoot, I forget it. She's this girl. I think she's Korean and she does like food food videos. Mm -hmm. But then she'll talk, she'll be like cooking something and the visuals are just literally her chopping up whatever for the for the dish. But then she's talking about like, oh, I grew up with these like values and this this affected my dating relation, whatever. I don't know, something, something like that. You know, yeah. I'm making up stuff. Some like, personal yeah, story. Yeah, some personal story. Right. And then now she's doing vlogs on YouTube and they're getting tons of views. Wow. And so I think we're, we're going to get, we're getting back to that like, mm -hmm. you know, actual connection raw and if you see her videos like nothing fancy mm -hmm. i'm like no and not in any like disrespect way nothing fancy very basic wouldn't be surprised if she's just filming them on like a point and shoot mm -hmm. phone type camera like very basic but it's really it's really engaging it's really interesting hmm. even for me as like I don't know. Those aren't really my niches that I follow, but like, <laughs> yeah, but it's you're like the opposite demographic of this person. <laughs> yeah, yeah. But it's I like Korean food. It's <laughs> <laughs> my favorite. That's true, yeah. yeah, yeah okay. Maybe that's a maybe you are her target demographic. <laughs> yeah, maybe this is my exact Nina. <laughs> um, but yeah, I think I think that's that's good. You should be leaning in on that. Like, there's, I like your series, but it's a it's a different feel. It's yeah. not it's not. Becky and Chris hanging out. Mm -hmm. It's like it's more of like it's a like a, I'm watching a TV show now, which is cool too. Mm -hmm. I like it a lot. 
But I also just want to see Becky and Chris like hanging out. Like, yeah, you know, that's interesting because like you never really see your own channel the way that other people see it. Yeah. Um, and I was t- I was talking to Donna about this too because every time I have a crisis, Donna's a good friend of mine, and every mm. time I have a crisis, I'm like, ah, and I'll just like text him, and he's like, oh my god, put it on your channel, like <laughs> yeah, I'll yeah. watch it, it's yeah, like, yeah, yeah. and uh, but you never really see your channel in that light, right? Because mm. you're like, I want to do this, and I want it to look a certain way and be a certain way, but then it's like, does the audience really want that? Do they want series or do they yeah. want a mix of things? So, well, yeah, it's, it's all interesting. It's, it's getting back to also like the whole thing, like we've not niched down. But there are factions of our audience that we're well aware of. Like when yeah. you see comments like, uh, you know, when someone says, I don't want to see another shelf styling video, you know, no. they're a helicopter pilot or yeah. someone who's a helicopter enthusiast. And at the same time, when you see someone like, uh, this is not relatable, like for helicopter travel, it's like, you know, they're probably more of an interior design, mm-hmm. you know? Yeah. So it's like, should we create like, like separate the two? Or- yeah. Like, is there like an adventure? Cause like, and now Becky's like somehow got really super outdoors. And it just it's happened. It's coming out, Chris. It just happened. Like, neither one of us grew up in families. Like, my family never took me camping. Your family never took you no. camping, really. It just happened. I don't yeah, know. yeah, but, like, somehow now we're, like, you're, like, super obsessed with outdoor YouTube. Mm. That's all you watch. But I would bet that those will be the best videos that you make because you're actually into it now. Yeah. Right? Yeah. Yeah, like, so the, but the yeah. question is, like, do you put that on another channel? Right. And, and, and really like, tough question. And it's like, it's, it's, tough, like right? it's like, how you, like, could you like draw like a line? Be like, okay, like people who are into outdoors adventure stuff, they're probably going to be more into helicopter stuff too. So like, would you take all the helicopter stuff and then put it on and it just make these messy. unpolished my, outdoor stuff and then leave the, the main channel for like series and behind the scenes? My perspective is just keep doing it on your channel. Yeah. Do whatever you want. Like, okay, let, let's say hypothetically you get. 20% less views. Mm. Is that going to change your lives? No. Yeah. Be like, or what if you get 20% more views after a year? That's been my mm-hmm. argument. Yeah. Is Becky, I was like, we for this whole, like, our whole existence on YouTube is been not caring about the numbers and just yeah. putting what you want to put up. Yeah, that's true. And it's, it's, yeah. it's following the authenticity. Yeah. But then like, you know, like one week you might talk to like another friend in YouTube space and they're like, you got to niche down, man. I know you've been holding out, but you got to. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. I don't know. Yeah. There's a lot of, there's a lot of, uh, and like you can make an argument either way. Yeah. But I think in the end, like, Two, two channel now you got to run two channels well, that's that's oh said. shoot I haven't yeah. posted on the second channel oh that's is this going this channel sustainability man sustainability mm-hmm. like, uh, you're just going to drive yourself nuts and that's yeah. why I've always been like no I'll just bring One it in my, my main channel and just like do it mm-hmm. now like like Peter for example started Pete's Pirate Life mm-hmm. and like it's going well but is he going to like or I can already see like you know now he's having to choose and maybe he hasn't made a uh, pirate life video maybe that's I don't know if this is true maybe that's starting to stress him out and it's like you know mm-hmm. you went from a channel that you made because it was stress free to all yeah, of a sudden now it gets exactly. to a point where it's like it's got to the level of oh wow this is now like substantial yeah and now it's now there's pressure out. now there's companies yeah. wanting to be and, and I think we're always we're always trying to get back to like just the fun of making the videos you yeah. know and there's I don't think there's anything wrong with that I just don't know if you can fully get back to that same feeling ever. You can't yeah. please everybody. And also, I think that the just landscape keeps changing. Like when we started, because we started around the same time, your channel was 2015, 2016, right? 2017. 2017. Wow. Okay. wow. We, we okay. are more senior than you. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I had, a, I had a, like two travel videos and 2017 was like, I'm going to start making YouTube videos every week. And then I made that video and then the next video was how to make GoPro cinematic and that's the one that popped. That's the one that right away. Yeah. yeah. It's like, okay. 
but it's funny to look back on on all of it the last number of years where it's like okay vlogs mm. then the 120 b-roll came in <laughs> the montages and then it's like now it's storytelling and now we're kind of getting back to the vlogs and so it's like it's uh, constantly uh, first mr i think we're 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 currently or have been in like the mr beast, the mr. beast era yeah that's yeah. like make everything bigger yeah, make everything more crazier. Intense, fast. You need more. Yeah, and if you yeah. if you if you cut it fast, cut it faster. Yeah, faster, yeah. twice yeah. as fast. Yeah. yeah, yeah. And anything that's like you know, you talking about your personal life, boring. Bore it. Cut it out. Like you know, <laughs> yeah. straight to the point. Straight like, to the point. <laughs> yeah, yeah. This is the camera. This is the <laughs> condense, condense, condense. Now do the facial thumbnail. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> and that's like that's just where like that. Whoever's the biggest channel is where the algorithm is pointing. Yeah. That's just what the algorithm is pointing. Oh, that's but so interesting to think about. Yeah. That's literally what it is, right? Yeah. You know what, what, how the algorithm is working based on who the biggest channel is. Yeah, because is. Case, it was Casey, Casey back then. Was and then it's because it was anything that was long videos and you could post as many as you want. Vlogs were easy to make long videos and you could mm -hmm. do them daily. Bam, that, that niche just exploded. Everybody makes a vlog channel. The vlog channel gets bigger than their main channel. Yeah. You know, now it's Mr. Beast. It's like... All you got to do is get people to click on that thumbnail no matter what, and you have to keep them around. Mm -hmm. if, that, if you can satisfy those two things, viral hit. Yeah. And so I just got to make it crazy. Yeah. <laughs> but does that work for everybody? Does, is that what you want to be doing? Probably not. Mm -hmm. Like that doesn't fit for everybody's personalities or content or niche or audience too yeah oh yeah yeah like i i can't bring myself to make those specific thumbnails where i know that they work on youtube yeah and i think if i did i think our audience would be like what yeah why <laughs> like, are you i'm not clicking that? it what is this you know what i mean be so left field. the worst part is that they they're like why are you do but then the the, the video does well is better. yeah it yeah, does better well. like <sighs> yeah <laughs> can't, can't win yeah, yeah. that's a, that's a never thumbnail i don't know anybody i mean I don't know anybody that loves thumbnails. Do you yeah. know anybody that like? I feel like thumbnails no, are no. like everybody's, pain in the ass. everybody's like worst nightmare. Yeah. And it's also because probably a lot of the people who are on YouTube and are successful on YouTube are very particular yeah. and type A personalities to yeah, the point yeah. where it's like they can't choose between like four thumbnails. Like I feel yeah. like every YouTuber I know probably has a difficult time deliberating over like which of the five what shots, <laughs> which to any outside observer, they look at it like they all look the same to me. Yeah, it's like, no, no, there's yeah. a slight there's difference a slight in the difference. angle of my jaw on this one or something and, to that effect. And that's what I like uh, when I was saying, like, I don't think we can go back to like just the fun of it's because we're too good at this now. Mm. We know too much. Yeah. We've seen how the sausage is made <laughs> in some, some way. <laughs> and like, you know, it, it does, it's not as, you know, yeah, it's like, oh, it's I can't different. make that video because it's not going to get views. Right. We're too smart, you know? Yeah. And you can't unlearn, you can't turn that off. And so that's why it'll always be a little less fun, I think, than when, but we also were, it's our when own. we're just so naive and just like, just whatever, like, I'm just making videos. Yeah. Like, you know? It's our own egotistical desires, yeah. though, because yeah. not only that, but like the despair of a 10 out of 10 video. Yeah. It's like, but I don't want, I want to avoid that disappointment. I never looked at that until like recently. I was, I avoided the analytics at all costs. I'd never started caring about 10 out of 10 or one out of 10 until like the last, I feel like it's like the last few months and it's like ruined, ruined YouTube. That is, me. that is the worst ever. I don't know if YouTube realizes that is the worst metric ever that they've released. Cause it, it doesn't make any sense. In it doesn't terms make of anybody like, feel good. Either. It doesn't give you any real information. Mm -hmm. it, it, all it means is, Hey, we're not recommending this video as much because of our algorithm. Yeah. Right. Hey, this one we're recommending a lot because of our algorithm. That's the only difference, that's right? It. Yeah. It's not. It's not. This was a good video and this was a bad video. Mm -hmm. But that's how it feels like to us, right? Mm -hmm. Right. For those of you who don't don't know, 
YouTube ranks the, the last 10 videos. So like if you post a video and it's getting the fifth most video uh, views out of the last 10 videos, then it's five out of 10. So 10 out of 10 is really bad. It's the worst out of <laughs> yeah. the last 10 but videos. But it, like, it, it, it takes it take a snapshot of all those videos at the same time from publish. So if like a video is one hour old, it'll look at the first hour of all those yeah, last 10 videos. Exactly. If the video is a five days old, it'll yeah. look at performance of those 10 videos after yeah. five days. Yeah. And a lot of videos will be like uh, eight out of 10 for a while. And then all of a sudden they just, you know, pop because they YouTube decided to yep. push it out to people. Yeah. And yeah, of course there's some like interest in, but in the end, like, YouTube could make any video viral if they just pushed that, decided to push that video out to more people, mm -hmm. you know? And so that's a, it's, a, it's a really unfair metric, I think, that doesn't actually give us any information. And one out of 10s feel, yeah, nice, but 10 out of 10s feel real bad. Sure <laughs> like, real like, bad. You yeah. could be doing Crossing more. Crossing centiles, though, looks nice, though. And like, you're like, when the, when the curve changes, you <laughs> jump, jump centiles. <laughs> yeah, yeah, like, yeah, that's yeah, a pretty yeah, cool yeah. thing. Yeah. Like, our, like we, we just finished our film, Mozzie, which was the longest piece of content we've made. It was 67 minutes. I haven't watched it yet. Oh, we haven't watched it? Okay. Well, I have kids, so like... Yeah, yeah. fair a, enough. It's a good I get, about, I get about an hour of free time but a day. But like, that's we don't so. Yeah, fair enough. Yeah. When any of our friends say they watched it, like I'm very appreciative because yeah. we know it's a commitment. Yeah. Because yeah. flipping it around, like I probably wouldn't be able to watch a 67 minute piece of content for my friends. Yeah. Immediately. I, yeah. I try to, but like yeah. it, it's It'll like... It'll probably take a few weeks sometimes yeah. to get to And that right? is where this like the hero content, right? Like... Mm -hmm. I want to watch it, but it's six. I, like, right. I'm gonna to have to watch it some other time, right? Yeah. Whereas if you made a quick five minute video about why Vero is better than Instagram, yeah, you can oh. toss that on while you're having a shit. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> oh, sorry. Oh, no, no. <laughs> curated podcast. Yeah. <laughs> but that video, we wholly expected it to do ten out of ten. I was like, this is gonna tank yeah. because it's an hour. It was solely for like we want to challenge ourselves to do this and make a long piece of content just to see what happens, yeah, yeah. and also because you know it's creatively fulfilling. Yeah. And I was like, I'm fully expecting this to tank. It didn't. It was one out of ten. Heck yeah. So, it but it, kept, it changed though. It, it jumped. Did. It went from eight or nine out of ten in the first day, and then it. It was slowly just. It, I, I think it was because like the weekend off. hit. I bet you it's yeah. also because it's such a long video that your watch time started being so long that like it probably started like, recommending. Yeah, it. it's like mm -hmm. oh, this must a be bit real delayed. good if they're watching it. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And so like your click through might have been bad, but or like normal bad. But then like the, the watch time yeah. was high. I think too, like our audience was really came through. Some of them would yeah, even comment. They're like, I can't watch this right now, but like yeah. I'm commenting, which yeah. is really amazing to have that kind of support. Yeah. But you yeah. know, it feels really good when it happens, but yeah. and then, like, it doesn't happen. So my last video, one of my favorite videos I made in so long, cause it was like one of my favorite experiences of the year, being in Monza with Peter F1, meeting Valtteri Bottas, Buxton, all this like craziness. You guys got the VIP treatment. Oh, man. we were, yeah. we, were that we were hustling. Like, we were <laughs> hustling. We've never hustled so hard. Um, <laughs> like and that, Twitter DM hustle. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> and I like really enjoy. It. I think it's a really fun edit. I think the story is nice. I think it's inspirational. Whatever, whatever. Mm. Ten out of ten. <laughs> and like, but the comments are so good. Like even like you know when you start seeing comments from people that don't usually comment, mm -hmm. like maybe other YouTube channels or whatever. And they're saying really nice. That's when you know that like, oh, I like, I hit something with this. Yeah. But the algorithm doesn't, doesn't that. know that. Doesn't no. reward that. It doesn't know that you just cried because you watched this video. Right. Or because you were inspired by this this video that you guys made. And now I went and uh, traveled around the world. Like there's no, there's not, not no inspirational, feel good, meaningful metric. You right. Know? Mm. Whereas like. If anybody thinks about like Casey Neistat, that, like there's a meaningful connection there. Like it inspired us, blah, blah, blah. And then you look at Mr. Beast Con, it doesn't inspire me. 
Yeah. That uh, me personally. It's entertaining. It's entertaining. But yeah. But I don't feel like, oh I man, feel let's tired go. After. Yeah. I'm yeah. like, oh no. Yeah. Like, do I have to change out. my channel? <laughs> like you watch a Casey video and it's like, man, I just want to go vlog. I want to go yeah. make a video. I'm yeah. pumped. I watch a Mr. Beast. I don't have that feeling. Mm-hmm. And so there's a difference there. And that's not to say that Mr. Beast videos aren't good or don't have Obviously place. he's doing something yeah, right. Obviously yeah. He's doing something right. I think it's a demographic. Yeah. yeah. It's different. But there's a, there's a missing like metric there, you know, yeah. that's yeah. not being. Now, AI. maybe one day AI will be able to yeah. analyze, analyze the your content. face as no, you're watching you the video. Yeah. <laughs> no, but like, oh, that's a tier. Seven tiers. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> but what would be totally feasible nowadays is being able to see the content of the comments. And like, if they say like, yeah. like I had a, a friend text me twice. She's like, oh my God, I've only cried twice watching your movie. And this yeah. is somebody who's connected to the Island Newfoundland, which is what our film's about. Yeah, yeah. And shameless plug, if you guys haven't watched it, what it's about is Becky and I, again, you talked about us being sort of excommunicated from our home province, mm. but we still f- view the province very fondly. Very so passionate about it. We're like, we are always thinking about making a coffee table photography book about yeah. Newfoundland. Yeah. So we're not living on the island anymore. So is this ever going to happen? Let's mm. make it happen. We're gonna go back two week road trip. Let's plan it. Bucket yeah. list trip. Do it, and can we make? Can we get enough good photos to yeah. make a photo book? And that's that's, that's the premise of the story. Yeah. It's so fun. people from Newfoundland obviously going to have a more of an emotional connection. Yeah. But like when if people like some people like you said wrote a really nice comment saying like you know I don't comment on your channel your channel often, but yeah, like yeah. we really enjoyed this. Yeah. Or you know one person said um, this really made me think wow, I'm taking my own hometown for granted. All mm. I want to do now is go out and shoot photos of my hometown, which yeah. I really didn't think of before. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And so like you read those kind of comments, like maybe AI could analyze that and realize, yeah. okay, you've had a meaningful connection with this audience yeah. mm. and push it out because of that. Anyway. Yeah. yeah. I'm sure we'll get that. And that, that's, that's the, the moral of the story is like the algorithm changes mm-hmm. and you shouldn't get desperate and yeah. you shouldn't change your content based on the algorithm. So in right. summary, continue to be authentic, Becky. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Don't make a second channel. Put yeah. the woods content on. Yeah. Just put yeah. it all on your main channel. It's be fine. Do you have that emergency bubbly drink over there? I do, yeah. <laughs> I think we can wrap up. You guys have been great. Thank you so much for joining. And uh, this was really awesome. We got to have you come again. You know, you can just tell you anytime over yeah. here. So <laughs> come hang out. It's <laughs> true. All right. Thanks so much, guys. Thank Appreciate you. It. Thanks for the therapy. <laughs> <laughs> it's like I'll a therapy bill you later now. for this. Yeah. <laughs>